Welcome to the Georgia Today podcast from GPB News. Today is Thursday, August 17th. I'm Peter Biello. On today's episode, Lieutenant Governor Burt Jones calls the indictment of former President Trump and others a waste of taxpayer money. A Columbus lawyer who sued Facebook and won has received his payout, and a judge signs off on billions of dollars in bonds for the new Rivian plant east of Atlanta. These stories and more are coming up on this edition of Georgia Today. Georgia Lieutenant Governor Burt Jones says he's not surprised a state agency will appoint a special prosecutor to investigate his alleged interference in the 2020 election. GPB's Donna Lowry reports. Jones says he expected the state prosecuting attorney's counsel to step in based on a judge's ruling forcing Fulton County DA Fonnie Willis to exclude him from her investigation. And we welcome the opportunity to talk to somebody who's not politically motivated and biased and, uh, and, and just tell the truth and tell our side of the story. During his campaign, Republican Jones legally challenged Willis's conflict of interest after she held a fundraiser for his Democratic opponent. As for the DA's indictments against former President Trump and 18 of his allies. I think it's a waste of taxpayer money, number one, and I think uh, there are higher and better priorities as far as uh, crime and, and, uh, and backlog in that office. Jones is one of 16 self-appointed electors who falsely claimed that Trump won Georgia. Donna Lowry for GPB News. The only Georgia lawmaker who was indicted with former President Donald Trump and others this week is State Senator Sean Still. That felony indictment may require his suspension from office. Once Governor Brian Kemp's office receives the formal transmission of the indictment from the Fulton DA's office, it must wait two weeks to appoint a commission to determine if Still should be suspended from office pending the outcome of the case. Lawmakers can be suspended without pay, but if proven innocent, they can receive back pay. The Norcross senator is one of 16 Georgians who signed a certificate falsely declaring former President Trump the winner of Georgia's electoral votes. Fulton County is preparing for the arraignment of former President Trump and his allies in the coming days. GPB Sarah Callis spoke to some third-year law students at Georgia State University to get their take on the recent indictments. After Trump was indicted and charged with racketeering for allegedly trying to overturn the results of Georgia's 2020 presidential election, Georgia's next generation of lawyers headed to class with the indictment on their minds. Law student Maya Longacre said that the arraignment gives her more faith in the legal system and public transparency. I think it sets a good precedent um, that, you know, our politicians are not above the law. Jack Grist, another third-year law student, said that while the indictment did not necessarily change how he feels about the future, he does have some concerns. Who's going to run for president in the future if they feel like maybe they could be indicted at a later time for skeletons in their closet? Trump and his allies will have to surrender in Fulton County by noon next Friday. For GPB News, I'm Sarah Callis. Superior Court Judge Brenda Trammell has signed off on $5 billion in bonds for the Rivian plant in Morgan and Walton counties east of Atlanta. Trammell's decision came after Georgia Supreme Court decided not to hear an appeal of the bond validation case brought by a group seeking to halt the project. The Georgia Department of Economic Development called the approval a victory. Under the validated bond agreement, Rivian will not pay property taxes, but will make payments in lieu of taxes and pay personal taxes on machinery and equipment. These payments will be reduced by the amount of personal property taxes paid. The Rivian plant is expected to generate 7,500 jobs, and construction is expected to begin later this year. 
A Columbus lawyer who sued Facebook and won has received his $52,000 judgment. Jason Crawford sued when his account was deleted after it had been hacked. He received a default judgment after Facebook's parent company, Meta, did not respond to his suit. Crawford says he had to garnish the company's bank account to collect the judgment. One day they're going to get hit with a massive judgment that will impact their bottom line. You know, I frankly can't wait to see it happen. Crawford says anyone else who's lost photos and videos if their account was wrongfully deleted should seek similar judgments. Meta did not respond to our request for comment. A big change is coming for Georgians on the hunt for a new job. GPB's Orlando Montoya reports the state's technical college system, TCSG, is preparing to take over the Georgia Department of Labor's job search website. It's been a staple of the state's unemployed for more than a decade, but the website Employed Georgia is going away and being replaced by WorkSource Georgia, promising job seekers and employers wraparound services. TCSG's lead workforce development officer, Karen Kirschler, says those include easy connections to job training, financial aid, and resume building. Think of Indeed or Monster, but administered by a state, with the benefit of having case managers and staff attached. Employee Georgia users are being notified to switch to WorkSource Georgia. State lawmakers approved the management transition last year. For GPB News, I'm Orlando Montoya. Discount grocer Aldi says it's acquiring 400 Winn-Dixie and Harvey supermarkets in primarily five southern states, including Georgia. Under a proposed merger agreement, Aldi will acquire all outstanding shares of the grocery store's parent company, Southeastern Grocers. If the deal is approved by regulators, it's expected to close in the first half of next year. Former First Lady Rosalind Carter turns 96 tomorrow. In her honor, the Rosalind Carter Institute for Caregivers is screening a film about the emotional impact on family members caring for a loved one. GPB's Ellen Eldridge reports. The Rosalind Carter Institute for Caregivers was founded 35 years ago by the former First Lady. Institute CEO Jennifer Olson says the film Unconditional by journalist Richard Louie ties together two issues Mrs. Carter is passionate about, mental health and caregiving. And Richard follows the story of three caregivers um, and really focuses on how um, the mental health impact of that caregiver journey on both the individuals who are themselves struggling with physical or mental health issues and the caregivers and the family unit around them. Nationwide, 53 million people are serving as caregivers for aging, ill, or disabled family members. For GPB News, I'm Ellen Eldridge. The Atlanta Braves beat the New York Yankees 2-0 to complete a three-game sweep. It was the second shutout in a row for the Braves. Pitcher Charlie Morton went six innings, striking out 10, including Yankee slugger Aaron Judge, twice. For Morton, pitching against the Yankees was a special experience. He grew up a Yankees fan. My dad's from Long Island, and you know he, he always talked about the, the Yankee greats and being a, a fan of the game and the history of the game and that romantic part of the game, you know. I think there's still there's always going to be a little bit of that playing against the Yankees. In his last performance against the New York Mets, Morton walked seven batters. While last night's game was an improvement by many measures, Morton says he doesn't like to compare one game to another. I'm not I'm not a seven a walk a walk a game pitcher, and I'm not a zero ERA pitcher. Um, I'm just trying to go out there and do my job, and um, so I think. You know, I, I think I just physically felt better tonight. 
Feeling better means a lot when you're this far into the season and when you're two months away from turning 40, as Morton is. That kind of, it kind of hits me every now and then, you know, where I go to throw the 79th pitch. And it just feels a little bit, the 79 feels a little bit different than it did when I was like 31, you know, 32. So, but it's good. You know, I'm lucky. I'm still here. The Braves have the day off today before beginning a three-game series at home tomorrow against the San Francisco Giants. Spencer Strider is expected to get tomorrow's start. And that's it for this edition of Georgia Today. Thank you so much for tuning in. We have more news coming your way tomorrow. The best way to stay on top of it is to subscribe to this podcast. We will be there in your podcast feed tomorrow afternoon. And if you want to learn more about any of the stories you heard on today's podcast, visit our website, gpb.org news. If you have feedback for us, or maybe there's a story that you want us to cover, let us know about it. Email us. The address is georgiatoday at gpb.org. I'm Peter Biello. Thanks again for listening. We'll see you tomorrow.